I'm Randy. One day while cleaning out the closet of my old bedroom, I stumbled upon a three-part time capsule I'd made in 1998 when I turned 13. I meticulously detailed every part of my life, from an itemized list of school crushes to a report on the top five trends that year. Obviously, Tamagotchi, hair mascara, and blow-up chairs were among them. It's hilariously delusional and heartwarming as fuck. So join me as I look back at all the things that made growing up in the 90s so rad. And together we'll unbox Capsule 98. Welcome back to another episode of Capsule 98, the podcast that goes inside my brain when I was 13. And today I am joined by two lovely guests. We are doing a special 420 edition of the Capsule 98 podcast. I was not smoking pot in 1998, but I probably was like starting to wish I was going to. Uh, And so, yeah, for this episode, we are joined by two uh, cannabis enthusiasts, let's say, to keep it all above the board and kosher. (laughs) We are joined by Sarah Hanlon, who is a Leafly ambassador, winner of Big Brother Canada 3, and like I said, cannabis person. Welcome. Yes. Enthusiast, advocate, all of the above. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. I am obsessed with your podcast. Well, that's great to hear. Tell me more. Honestly, though, (laughs) the intersections of everything that you bring together and just the amazingness of 90s culture uh, is just perfect. And to think of you as like that young child thinking about getting into cannabis is just too adorable for my heart today. (laughs) Or scary. Uh, (laughs) And our other guest is Lauren Tamaki, illustrator extraordinaire. You have seen her work in pretty much everywhere. It kind of will make you a little bit like jealous. She's very (laughs) iconic. She has illustrated for the New York Times, for the cut, for like where else? Every fucking magazine ever. I mean, not not every magazine, but but, but like pretty much. Thank you, Randy. Uh, welcome. So, she so is sweet. She's joining us all the way. <laughs> she came for the podcast from Brooklyn. Just kidding. I mean, I, it was it was kismet. It was one of those beautiful moments where I think you 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 got a hold of me on Thursday. You're like, "What's up? You want to be on the podcast?" And I was like, "I'm coming down on Saturday, bitch." But yeah. to look after my sister's cat. But like this was just meant to be. Yeah. And today is our friend anniversary. Yes. Yes, Facebook, Facebook Facebook alerted us that me and Lauren have been friends <laughs> oh since, for 11 years. But we've known each other for longer because we went to Ryerson together, which was more than it 11 It was not years more than 11 years ago. Girl, come maybe. on. <laughs> maybe you probably got Facebook in 11 years ago. I did resist it. I remember. So maybe that's what it is. I remember I was like, MySpace is cooler. Facebook is for like jocks. Right. And now it's for your mom. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. So as I said, Russian spies. Oh Oh, Lord. Sorry. Too soon. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. So as I said, we're doing a special 420 edition. We are recording on 415, AKA like the ice storm of the century in Toronto. So I really appreciate you guys coming because today is the worst day of the year. To think that it's going to be 420 in five days is yeah. It better be somewhat doable outside. Yeah, yeah, no. It was 23 degrees when I left Brooklyn. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Maybe it'll swing back. It's going to swing back. That way here for us. I trust yeah. it. I All guess. right. Well, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a background on the 90s, or I want Sarah to give us a little <laughs> bit of a background on Ween in the 90s, because growing up in Canada, I think I sort of had this like misleading conce- conception that weed was sort of like decriminalized in Canada. It really wasn't a big deal here. I never really heard of anybody getting in, in serious trouble over it. Um, and I was looking up a little bit online and I read that uh, that sort of weed use increased drastically in the 90s. Like it was sort of the first time since the 60s that weed 
weed was really, really rising. Hmm. 80s, I guess. Like, 80s, I guess the, the iconic drug of the 80s is uh, the Co- cocaine. Cocaine. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> the 90s was sort of the first time when it was coming up again. And I guess it was sort of it, interestingly, it sort of had this interesting cross section of pop culture because it was sort of like parents who had been probably smoking pot in the 60s now had kids in the 90s, you know, around that time. And it, I guess it was a cross section of that. And, um, and, and, and Reagan in the 80s had this had his whole like anti-drug campaign and stuff too so I think that kind of perpetuated that time the 80s Mm. not being so huge on weed yeah exactly which spills over you know that that decade later Mm -hmm. and and even into Canada which is interesting like yeah, and, and, like, really the only thing I could find is that, like, they were doing a bunch of polls to figure out if people were into it, and 1997 was the first time where there was a majority of Canadians saying that weed should not be criminalized, uh, or shouldn't be a criminal offense. Um, but as far as legalization, maybe you can tell us about what is actually, what actually happened then. Well, I mean, I, it's always been illegal, as far as, far as I know, and, well... And during that time, too, I think what's interesting for me from my and from like from act some activists I've read perspective is we have this idea that things changed rapidly throughout the decades. But really, I think it was the perception who was willing to come out and talk during these polls at certain times, especially like after what's seeing on TV and all these things. You're not trusting the government. You're not trusting a poll or a census or anybody who's going to tell you you're answering. No, you're almost going to answer no more likely if you're Mm -hmm. a cannabis user than someone who just like casually doesn't care and, you know, doesn't feel threatened by that. So even because people talk to about the strength of weed and all that. And I think, you know, it's all been consistent throughout time, but it's just the more pressure the government puts on people and the stricter the laws are, which during the 80s, like I said, um, and I think that spilled into Canada. There was a certain amount of like conservatism here. And the stricter it is, the more you see that spill over to pop culture and those people just like completely go into the closet. And, mm-hmm. um, but, and, but like you said, it's, it's effectively been, it's interesting that you bring this up today because just the, a few days ago we were talking about how uh, Cynthia Nixon, who's running for governor in New York State, was saying that, um, you know, effectively it has been legal and especially in Canada for like white people for a certain privileged element of society for like 10 years now, you know, like my brothers smoked pot when they're 10 years older than me and, you know, they got it scuffed out in the ground, you know, but they're still arresting people to this day for weed, you know, and I think it's... Uh, geographical too. So in Toronto, effectively, where there are different priorities, it kind of has been decriminalized, maybe Vancouver too. But in, you know, Airdrie, Alberta, I went to high school there and cops were busting us for, I was in a car with three people and they charged three people with a a roach, like a a 0.3 of a gram and three charges were dropped. So it's like, that was happening when I was in high school. I'm 30 and it's still happening. Like they're going to hold that, especially over, you know, black kids, kids of color, First Nations kids, yeah. it's awful. So mm-hmm. that's why now Justin Trudeau really was the first party to, I mean, the Green Party has always had a stance on it, but um, to make it kind of a reality. And I had just come out of Big Brother when it was happening. I was kind of on this cannabis kick because I was uh, like out, an out stoner on the show. And so it was very, a huge windfall. And he had this support of so many people, you know, even people who don't use cannabis for all these reasons that we're saying. So now the push is here and it's, um, past the house and it's past its, uh, second reading in Senate. I think I'm not, you know, huge on the particulars, but, 
um, once that goes through, hopefully like in June, it will be effectively federally legal all across Canada. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, the first, like, I hate how they do that, but like G7 country, there's like, I think Uruguay has legalized it, um, federally, but we're a huge power player to legalize it federally. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really exciting. And like for more information, that's why I work with Leafly because I'm really good at anecdotes and stories and telling my own personal stories, but Leafly has all like every bill that's passed, every Canadian politician that's getting in on this and they have the updates and the news and information there. So make sure you check it out there. And they have a, like an easy app on the phone. So it makes I should have looked that up before doing can you tell this. Me what well, Leafly it, is? Can you can you fill, <laughs> fill me in? It's, Thank you, the podcast. Yes. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> it's, it's literally game changing. You're gonna love it. Tell it's, me all about it. So it's there, it's the largest news and information resource for cannabis out there. And it's a website and an app. So yes. you download it and not only does it have like dispensary reviews, also kind of like where near is by you. You can search through strain. You could also be like, I have a headache. How I need something that's gonna help my headache. And not only does it have different strains, it has different products it's amazing it's a beauty it's so cool plus it's going to keep you updated on all these legal things and randy i want you to know like i am updated i have google alerts i read everything and it's still like you got to talk it out and every day it's changing like they Mm -hmm. make it complicated on purpose i think Mm, and you know i'm a firm believer in that too that you know they don't make it easy for everyday people to engage because they don't want us to engage Mm -hmm. and so i don't want people to feel guilty about that type of thing ever Mm -hmm. and and apps like that's why i love leafly and i sound kind of like you know canned saying that but it's so true because it really empowers people to have that access and i'm okay with people like not loving canned cannabis, but I'm not okay with them making that decision based on misinformation and fear mongering and that type of stuff. Right. Okay. Fabulous. I love that. So moving on to sort of your personal experiences, what was your first, um, expo let's go back even earlier. Like what would, would have been your first exposure or like understanding to weed of weed? Oh man. I mean, I, I hung out with like the, these kids. Okay. They weren't bad kids. They were yeah. fun. They were regular kids. Stoners. No, you know, they loved to drink in a field and I would stand there and be very judgmental <laughs> and I wouldn't drink with them and I would just stand there. But then when weed came into the picture, I was like, I can get on board with this. And it was grade 11 or it might've even been 98, <laughs> I don't know. but like grade 11 or grade 12 were like, okay, Lauren, you know, we're all going to do this together. Like they had all done it. And they're like, Lauren, we're going to do this. It was a big deal. Like they're smoking this like uptight bitch out for the first <laughs> time. So we got ourselves a, a Coke can. You know, you, you, so you, uh, what do you do? Smash in the top. Oh, I know. Poke the holes. Yes. And that's, and that's your, your pipe essentially. And then we're like, okay, so what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're in the suburbs of Calgary. N- no car, I don't think at that point. And then, so, uh, who was it? I shouldn't say the name. Somebody, one of our friends, <laughs> his parents were away and were like, blank, <laughs> his parents are away. Let's go to his house and smoke behind uh, his parents' hot tub. And so that's what we did. And then my we, story could not be more similar. Oh, that's the thing. You, Cause you need to find a place. Mm-hmm. If it's, it's always going to be a bunch of you. So you're so, you're so obvious. And then we, then we stepped out, walked onto the street and just like roamed Canyon Meadows for, for, you know, until however long. And it was, it was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember like what you're sort of, do you, I don't know if you remember this, but like, what did you feel like when you felt high for the first time? Because I remember like the first time I smoked pot being like, you're faking it. You're faking it. Like just being really, really aware of people, like how they were acting and like whether it was bullshit and like, 
I don't well, feel the, anything. I don't feel yeah, anything. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, and I think that has to do majorly with pop culture and our, you know, associations with, you know, they smoke a joint and they see like a goat jumping. Yes. And you're like, oh, I'm going to get so high. And then you smoke a joint and you're like, wait. I don't feel anything. I mean, you don't not feel anything. I mean, I felt, I've heard of people, friends of mine who I trust, they're like, I didn't feel anything for the first three times they did it. Mm. But I did, and it was rad, and it is never stopping rad, and I've never had a bad trip or or been paranoid or anything, and I think it's just... Knock on wood. Well, yeah. (gasps) I love that self-awareness, though. Yeah, I definitely felt that, like, where, yeah, you're like, everything everybody says, you're like... Do they mean that? Or are you just faking it? I do get very it? sensitive, though. I get very sen- like like I'm very pretty empathetic to begin with, but then I get even more. I'm like, what is this person person thinking about me? But not to the point of paranoia. It's more I'm just like. You care. I wonder, I care. You care. Yeah. As a regular user, like, because I have to use it every day for health things. And so, and I think I might just recreationally if I didn't, to Mm -hmm. be honest. Um, I, that feeling kind of mellows out into, yes, yes, I'm just like this. I think it helped me win Big Brother. I'm like, I'm, it's incredibly easy. Even when I'm not stoned, I'm kind of like, I can just really easily put myself in somebody else's mm. shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about Beyonce as a human being today sure. and I er- instantly burst into tears. Could you imagine? I mean, I did that without weed. I was just like crying <gasps> that's true. watching that's her. That's the power of Beyonce. We're talking about the Baychella. Oh Beychella. my gosh. The most iconic thing of the month, I guess. I mean, at first I was like, how good can it be? Yes. Whatever, who cares? And yes, then totally. The, the more clips I watched, the more I was like, this is I haven't insane. even seen the whole more. thing, but I same thing. I was sort of waking up and seeing, and there, you know, when you, whenever yeah. Coachella happens, you're like, oh, I don't even want to look. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's something crazy happens and everybody was like, she brought up Destiny's Child. And I was like, amazing, cool. And then I was watching some clips and I was just dying, especially yes. the part where she's like, suck yeah. on <laughs> right? my balls. Yeah. I, can't believe, I just can't even believe it does not get better than that. Oh, it doesn't. So Sarah, what was your first experience with, with weed? I, I kind of did. What the, does everybody call it, by the way? Weed pot? Weed. Hemp? Hemp? Uh, <laughs> marijuana. All of the above. I mean, and when I'm writing I try to use cannabis and stuff just because sometimes yeah. the media I it's mean more bougie and as, oh. especially the, the references I'm a pun person I love puns but eventually yes. like I've written so four like different can, articles that cannabis. end up why the same title because there's only so many you know puns yeah. that can go around right but for me it was the I didn't really feel anything I think because it was a little underwhelming than what I thought it was going to be but then like 45 minutes went later and all the dominoes <laughs> was gone I didn't even remember ordering <laughs> dominoes that type of thing what, but it's interesting how old though are you? Um, 16, 17, okay. high school. Um, but it was, I didn't, I wasn't irresponsible by any means. I would like have like maybe six beer, like that would be crazy. Did and you so six beer, you little tiny thing, <laughs> six beer, I can have like, three beer and I'm on the totally. camera, whatever girl. Continue. Sorry. I also like how it's like a singular, like three beer. Three beer. <laughs> it's a pant. It's, a, it's like the fact that yeah. wearing a pant today. Okay. It's a look. It's a pant. they come together because you never have just yeah, one. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I just totally derailed that. Go ahead. Um, and it's interesting, though. Um, this is like a leafly thing, again, that I'd have to double check my sources on there because I'm sure there's an article about it. But people have different cannabinoids mm. in their okay. body. Tell and those are like the Quoi? receptors um, and I'm probably even saying that wrong. Cannabinoids. All right. And they are, I'll you have them it. naturally in your bottom body. And so when you smoke weed, they bind to these receptors and that's what makes you feel it. And there's some in your head and some in your body. And that's why sometimes you feel that body high. Right. Edibles like 
and CBD mm-hmm. hit different receptors than THC. And it's really actually, there's reasons to literally everything, which is again, so exciting about legalization as all these things come out so and then kids will know like so distribution or whatever. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So that's exactly. why somebody might and you can, you can build them up. You can, they, they can, I, I'm pretty sure you they can go away. Some people don't have any, right I think totally. there's even a new research has come out about like, there's actually people who are allergic to cannabis mm. and it has to do, I think with re- the receptors in their body. Yeah. So, and that's, I always say to people too, I mean, it's like, even with alcohol or coffee, that's affecting our body in really unnatural ways. It, relatively, cannabis is pretty natural. It's just, mm-hmm. and it affects your homeostasis, and that's what your uh, cannabinoids or cannabinoids um, do. So it helps in that process. So it's it's really so fascinating. your cannabinoids at age sixteen are e- they're just naturally you either naturally have them or you don't in whatever right. vary. And so that's why it will depend. And it's really cool because like once things things become legal, just like kids have alcohol or information about alcohol, like a beer is going to be different than a vodka and this Mm -hmm. and that. Hopefully. I mean, I think even some kids, people put them in the dark and they don't get any information, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, but hopefully kids will know like, yeah, this is why Paul is more baked than I am. And that it doesn't mean that I have to like smoke a bunch more weed because then it might hit. Because some people get silly. Some, some people, oh, yeah. I know I have a friend, like he falls, like he falls down, like he falls asleep, like, and he doesn't even get fun or silly. He just, I, he just, okay. So it's actually weird. It's funny that you say that you, you've had the same experience with pot over the years because like my experience with pot has really changed over mm, the years. Like mm-hmm. first, first 10 years, I would say of me smoking pot. Like I smoked my first joint in grade nine, grade 10, yes, something like Mark. that. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. 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 Um, grade nine. I Wait, think how old is, how old are we in grade nine? Grade nine, grade, grade 10. I, I think I want to say more. It was maybe grade 10. I think like 15, okay. something like that. And I remember like for that first time until maybe 10 years later, it was just like, or maybe not 10 years, maybe like seven years. It was like a perfect high, happy every time, just like laughy, like all the best things. And then I started getting, I said, and then I went through a phase when I lived in New York of just being a total narcoleptic, like your friend, like where it's I would. It's a bad weed though. Whatever it was, it was just like we would be me and my roommate who we would just like smoke, smoke pot. And the minute we'd smoke a joint, I'd be like, like, like totally dead. And then now it's just sort of like, I don't know. It really depends on what the weed is, but Mm. it's just like, it's either yay or nay for me. It's not a total like winner anymore. Mm. I have this feeling that it's kind of like a hippy dippy theory, but bear with me. It's that cannabis, because it is so tied with your homeostasis and all that, it really is about what you need at that moment. I was just going to say, like, it could be your metabolism that day or something. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Maybe the types. There's so many strains Like, now. at that moment, in that time in your life, too, maybe your body was just like, I am stressed. I need yeah. sleep. That's possible. Like, you know? And I, I try to tell people that, like, and, yeah, don't expect different things and just use it, yeah, as it, you know, benefits. The them. first time I got high, well, I remember the first time I was exposed to weed was, um, this is like so cool. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I was, I'm like the youngest child and I remember, uh, my brother and sister are like five and 10 years older than me. And, um, and they were both super into Pearl Jam and we went to the, Love. and they both went to the Pearl Jam concert, like separately with their friends. And my dad was just like really jealous. And he was like, I want to go. So <laughs> me and my parents went to the Pearl Jam concert and we like scout tickets and it was at Maple Leaf Gardens. It was amazing. And I remember, but I was like, I think I was 10. And I remember at the time, like smelling pot everywhere and being like, what the fuck is that? And my parents were like, (laughs) 
like wait yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah oh exactly God, that's so and great. then I remember of course like in high school then being like so obsessed with the idea of smoking pot and then I remember to me it's two of my friends and I smoking pot and it was like the same thing like you're saying like you have to find a, pl- a place it was like <laughs> friend of mine like one of my like best friends at the time her parents were like away or whatever it was and she had a really big house and we smoked pot there oh god this is even better so we used to have i i'm not in, i'm not incriminalizing incriminating <laughs> anybody because i'm not saying their names but when i okay so at my high school we had this like attendance sheet so you had if you ever were like late or you ever oh. whatever happened you had to like sign in and it was like you, the, you had to go by the attendance office and they would like be like okay yes like your mom wrote you a note or okay right. yes you had a doctor or whatever it was okay. and i always had it in my purse so i remember the first time we smoked pot we went to the school that was like near my friend's house and we were cutting it up and we were cutting it up on my attendance sheet and i remember being like i am so bad like we that are using is. school like paraphernalia to <sighs> smoke pot and I remember we like smoked, like rolled together and whatever, smoked pot. And it was like totally that experience where I was just like, are you faking it? Are you faking it? And, <laughs> and we were just like running around my friend's place so high. And the two of us were just like, the three of us actually were just, yeah, quite like totally baked. And then the next like many years of us smoking pot was just so awesome. And I remember like one experience too, th- two of my friends and I sitting down in my friend's room being like, okay, we're going to learn how to like roll a-, a proper joint to this day. I'm like terrible, but sitting like the three of us with our like, like school IDs, like using it to like, you know, like comb it all together oh and then God, like I rolling it and just it. like all together being like, okay, let's do this. You and are, yeah. You are so cool. Yeah. Yes. So cool. That's the experience I want. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but okay, so then let's talk about pop culture as far as like experience, like, you know, probably before all of our experience, our initial experiences, we would have come across it in pop culture. Do you totally. guys remember any sort of like pop culture moment where you would have been Holy exposed shit. to it? Because you're, you're, really, you're pinging something in my brain. Okay, oh, right I can't pinging. I had, so I had many posters of the Mona Lisa on my wall because I was Where is this gonna fucking go? nerd. <laughs> um, but I had one. My favorite one was this psychedelic Mona Lisa. She had a giant joint. Did in she her have the hand. John Lennon glasses? No, it was just okay. her regular style, but she had this huge joint in my hand. And I mean, in my hand, woo, transposing. In, in her hand, and like, I, uh, it, it was in my childhood bedroom, and my parents didn't say anything. I was just gonna <laughs> ask. It's one of those things where, like, if we bring it up, then she's gonna ask what it yeah. is and why she can't have it. Exactly. Even though they, I was never a problem like that. So they probably didn't even think, like, oh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so that, that was like one of my first, like, oh, what is this? Oh, okay. Well, if she does it. Exactly. I, do it. I love that small things like that can normalize cannabis to such yeah. a huge extent. Totally. I, and I love that pop culture does that huge. Like, well, Otto was from the Simpsons was probably my <laughs> first and it was just Otto you know like that's just Otto my name is Otto I like getting blotto is that it <laughs> oh that was perfect could not have been more perfect uh and I like yeah I think of the 90s was sort of this too we were talking about this before a little bit before the show it's like there were these two want want strains of <laughs> like of pop culture where it was like number one would have been your like after school special where it was like you're gonna get in shit your parents are gonna be like horrified sure. by you it's a, it's a drug it's very much illegal say nope to dope yes is that exactly. what you mean yeah exactly it's classic saved by the bell episode. I just yes I just posted that unbeknownst to like knowing that we were gonna do this episode but yes yes, yes. I'm obsessed with that episode oh my god so good but yeah I mean there was really much that like oh it's this foreign thing and then there was like 
like this reefer madness explosion of film, which I pulled up this article from 1993 in the LA times. I'm just going to read you a bit of the beginner, the, the uh, intro to it. So the title is reefer madness, nineties style references to marijuana are showing up in records, TV and film as adults deal with their sixties past. And today's kids wonder what all the fuss is about. A producer says it's a symbol of rebellion. Their baby boomer mom and dads call it weed or maybe grass back in the six mm-hmm. called it called it weed or maybe grass back in the 60s. But now the preferred term is hemp. But whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever term you you give dried cannabis sativa, one thing's clear, pot is hot again. Uh, cannabis it's sativa? Yeah. Interesting. That's it's that's because that's like a particular strain. There's cannabis yeah. indica too. So he's being very specific. There. I guess this, it was like the knowledge at the time of like, this is what it is. No, I think this author is one of those, like the kids call it hemp nowadays. Yeah. No, he's not. Because it, it, <laughs> 93, what movies were coming out around? So then? this is all about this, this, this book, uh, sorry, this article is all about um, re, like re, the reefer madness movies that we're talking about. Yeah. So like Days and Confused. Yes. Uh, actually, I think Days and Confused was 93. I think that was. Yeah. Yeah. So 93. But, and then it was also like, I'm just seeing like references to the Black Crows, the Spin Doctors, uh, <laughs> True, Oh, True Romance is another one. And I think those, yeah, those Chichin movies. Chong. In the 90s really did break something through because before that, I think it was kind of rare to find. And when I was kind of thinking about it too, because I was thinking, what are like my favorite movies of that time? And there's so many TV references that Mm -hmm. I can go to, which, and maybe that I'm a TV person too. But for movies, I feel like there wasn't a ton and they're all like male based. And then I was thinking there's a lot of so male. And then there's like the implied stoner movies where they're not smoking weed, but it's like Wayne's World or... Yes, like any Polly Shore movie. Encino Man. Yeah. Like, are they Anything not stoners? Oh, yeah. They never Come showed Polly Shore smoking wheat. He ne- I don't know if they ever showed him, but it was very, like you say, it's very implied that he was I a stoner. I tried to look it up, and I am, I, this is probably the most embarrassing statement I'll ever make. <laughs> a Polly Shore expert. Sure. I could probably do, like, son-in-law scene by scene for if you want it. <laughs> I love Polly Shore. It's I not do. embarrassing. I, I love Polly Shore. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, there's, like, this. so the strain basically is, like, the strain. Uh, the strain is like Days and Confused. I, I even just Googled like 90s weed movies and like when a did zillion Pootie movies Tang came out. Come out? Was, is that a. Is po- that, what? Pootie Tang? Oh, um. Is that a <laughs> I don't know. Let's Google that. <laughs> just Google it. Oh. Days and Confused is a good one because there is a woman smoking weed in it. Uh, Mila Jova. Yes. Jovovich. But it was based in the 60s though, right? Well, then the 90s had the whole 60s thing. I mean, yes. yeah. So it's, yes. like, it's all like, you know cyclical what have you 100%. I think that's sort of I think that's sort of like why it must have come up so much mm. in pop culture because it was like that 30 year lag of like the, the 60s and the 70s being so popular in the 90s mm-hmm. which I'm sure we can all remember oh, 100%. Yeah. I remember yeah Oh my god, I loved it. Bell bottom, oh. so big. Oh, fuck. my favorite. Yes. One of my favorite styles is honestly like '90s slash '70s, like delights costumes. Oh, uh, I know. Anyway. I know you love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, do you guys topic. remember the mod robe store in mm, Toronto? Yes, yes, totally. My aunt brought me there. I had mod robe. I was all about the that mod robes. That was like robes. A, a raver. Like they had the raver inflection to it too. Yes, right? for sure. Like, I'm sure <laughs> ravers were walking around being like, "Why is this eight year old wearing like head to toe?" mod robes but I was into it yeah with like a with a seat belt 
belt. I was yes. gonna say, there was lots of weird fastenings and, and, and yeah, like locks and whatever. I mean, I guess there's also like sort of an aesthetic that went, went with that, like that nineties, that nineties pot. Mm-hmm. And then to a certain extent rave, which could kind of be like, I guess sort of the like sister wives of each totally other. Totally crosses mm-hmm. over that craft, the craft, that kind of like <gasps> hemp choker look yeah. with the boots. And that. Yeah, I, I relate that to like kids at the smoke pit, which was totally like mm-hmm. the, Oh, the, we called it the smoking doors at, at uh, Scarlet uh, High School. And then, like, I never went there. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I don't think we ever had those, except everybody was doing it somewhere else. I, I, but I don't know where they were doing them. You had to go doing off, it. off campus. I think you had to work. go out of, out of school. You had to go to yeah. the park across the street or something like that. Nobody was doing it in school. Kids are going to do what they're going to do. That's true. And, it is, and it's usually fine. Let's be honest, right? Or is it? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's I think you just can't condone it on like a oh, like a professional level. I or don't. You? I don't at all. But <laughs> is it like, are you sometimes putting kids in danger by closing Not, your yeah. eyes? And so it's. I think it is a toss up, and it's hard. I mean, it is really hard, especially with something like cigarettes. Like, I mean, with kids and cannabis, that's different. And yeah, sure, you you shouldn't use it to till you're an adult. Uh, but like tobacco is like so addictive, mm-hmm. and like that, it can be too late. Almost. Oh, you God, know? Yeah. If, yeah. Everybody I knew smoked before. I, I had friends when I was 12 who were oh, smoking. Oh, I, I smoked my first cigarette, like, in 98. Yeah, totally. <gasps> yeah, we're yeah, scandalizing same, same. today, Rick. But it was so normal there. Like, actually, now I that took, I like, think about it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> It was in, like, I think there was a smoking room in... I wasn't in high school yet, but I was in middle school and got a tour. And there was, like, a smoking room in, wow. like, Greenbrier in Brampton. What? So. And wow. yeah, remember smoking sections in restaurants? Yes, like yes. that shit is crazy. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, no, I can still remember when that was a thing. Yeah. Do you remember the teacher from Freaks and Geeks who's like constantly like, hey guys, I'm just one of you. Like I yes. also did all this stuff. And he's like, what's, what's his name? I forget what his name is, but he's like constantly trying to like desperately relate to all the students. I do. But he, yeah. What, what, was, what the, was his name? And he, and he sang, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, he was great. Oh, that was, but that was based in the seventies. That too, was based right? in the seventies. And, yeah. wh- and when did that come out? The nineties. Ninety nine. Oh, really? the- Gruber. Oh, Mr. Gruber. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love the production team oh on God. Capsule ninety eight. <laughs> killing it. Making us like highly aesthetic drinks. Honestly, spoiled. It's a beauty. Yeah. I love it. All right. Anyway, moving on to the strain of it's bad for you kids. Uh, lots of. TV specials. Um, I want to play an iconic. I want to maybe iconic isn't the right word because you never probably have seen it, but it's amazing once you do see it. It's okay. a um, Seventh Heaven. Oh, I th- when I said I had a gut feeling of what you were gonna play, <laughs> this is the best shit of all time. I'm, okay? I'm ashamed to say I've ne- I never watched that show. Girl. That's okay. Wait till you see this clip. Was it too painfully white and horrible for you? Yes. <laughs> Should I do this? Seventh Heaven. I don't even remember oh, is this. That the, is that the you don't intro? remember? When I see the shining faces, smiling back at me. Okay, that's it. That's all you got. All right. So we're going to play the clip of when, um, well, we'll just play the clip. I, I love you for this. Okay. I'll get straight to the point. I found marijuana in the house. And while I never thought of myself as the type of father who'd have to drug test his kids, I'm willing to do just that if that's what it takes to find out who brought a joint into this house. Dad. Lucy found something, too. Dad, I found a joint in Mom's dresser drawer. I was just looking for a scarf, 
Because I needed something else to go with my outfit, I didn't think you'd mind. But then I stumbled on the joint. Mary and I didn't know what to think. I mean, it's really none of our business if you and Dad want to... Don't finish that sentence. Uh, I assume you're referring to this. This joint. Same joint I found by the front door. Same joint your mother then put into her dresser drawer. Oops. Oh, what a relief. I mean, it's not like we thought that Mom was a stoner or anything, but... Wait a minute. Then whose joint is it? It's mine. You've got to be kidding. Look, Simon. Man, I can't believe you. Simon, wait. Girls, you're going up to your rooms. We need to talk to Matt. What the hell do you think you're trying to pull? Eric, calm down. No, I think I've been about as calm as I can be throughout this. Now it's time for some answers. It's not enough that you're smoking dope. We have to bring it into our house. What if one of the younger kids had found this first? But I didn't think that... That's exactly right. You didn't think because if you thought about anyone but yourself for a second, it might have occurred to you that the look that you just saw on Simon's face is the look of a kid who's just lost all respect for his older brother. Eric. Is this why you've never held down a job? Well, because, hey, here's something that doesn't take a whole lot of skill to do, just a lighter and a complete lack of self-respect. It's not why... I'm not finished. Just let me know one thing. Please tell me. It'll help me sleep better. Tell me that you wanted to get caught, because you couldn't possibly think that we'd be so stupid that we wouldn't find out. Or better yet, please explain to us how anyone could be so stupid as to do drugs in the first place. I don't know, Dad. Why don't you ask Mom? Maybe she can explain it to you. Don't you dare bring your mother into this. Apologize right now! You're not going anywhere. I'm not staying here. Don't you dare walk out that door! Going to get stoned. Wow. Yeah. I guess white people have problems too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that show, he, they brought every person under the sun into their home to live with no background track, no with, investigation into their history. And he would be like, yeah, come on. He's a pastor in that? Yes, okay, he was a okay, pastor. Okay. And But a joint is too much for him. A joint He's is the real danger here. Freaking the fuck out. Yeah. But that's pretty, like, 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 I think the point of it's pretty normal for, like, a teen show to, like, have that narrative of, like... It's mostly just, like, it's just so, it's so, to me, it's just so, like, overblown, like, where it's, like, you are worthless! Yeah, it's because you did something that, like, all teens do. Yeah! (laughs) Is that the reason you haven't held down a job and no one likes you and you smell bad and you're actually, like, the worst son ever? Like, that Yeah, exactly. How does that get resolved? I don't know. That, that I don't arc. remember. I'm sure that they forgive each other and he's never going to do pot again. Well, yeah. And, what was yeah. and he's going to have to go into the brother's room and the brother's lying in bed and he's going to sit on the foot of the yeah, bed and he's yeah, going to say, yeah, you know, yeah. it doesn't change anything between the two of us. I'm sure that's what happened. And I'll, and I'll make it up to you. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll show you in the yes. future. I'm going to work hard and I'll never let this happen again. Imagine you. there was like an alternative universe where like seventh heaven ended with like them both smoking pot together. Oh. The little brother. Well, it, I mean, that actor ended up with criminal charges for something terrible the, oh, the, the, the father so I mean who is he to oh judge my let's, God, let's be right. real yes exactly oh, That's yeah. about that. so ironic lesson about pot usage but I love you for that clip because I think you're right I think that is the epitome of that all coming together and those P- there was PSAs in the 90s too I remember yes. as a kid that had that kind of very over the top dramatic tone yeah or like this is your brain on drugs mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Like, or like talking to your dog because you're, you smoked a joint that type of thing yeah <laughs> That doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, that seems pretty <laughs> rad. Uh, but, like, it's, uh, you know, they, they were saying it was the gateway. It's the gateway drug. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. But I personally have not done any other drugs in my yeah, entire Yeah, exactly. It's certainly not <laughs> you know, a gateway drug. I don't know. I mean, but that's just personal. You know, it, like, 
there's actually studies that say it can be, uh, and I mean, and just practically, I know a wean off drug for actual oh, like hard users okay. of drugs. It's actually a really good tool of getting oh. people off and helping them get sober and stay manageable and that type of thing. 90210 is another show that was like really, really obsessed with the lessons, like mm-hmm. the, you know, the oh, like the slap you over the head lessons. And they and had a bunch of weed ones. They too. had a ton of weed episodes, and one of them in particular is like Steve and one of his fraternity yes. brothers are like you know smoking like one day they're smoking pot and then the next day it turns into heroin and then and then yeah. the next day somebody dies, <laughs> dies like, literally within one episode one episode that's what happens but and yeah. Steve <laughs> Steve who was like my favorite totally, is so same. adorable Steve's your favorite yes if you watch it nowadays Steve will be that's your favorite that's it that's it like yeah. di- when I was young it was like oh Dylan but when you watch it back Steve is hilarious like wow. there's some problematic yeah. moments for sure like out of this conversation okay oh yeah that's listen to my 90210 they listen to our previous Caps 9890 that's the one I, I missed that one but I'm a okay, di- I'm so a you need to listen in. to that because okay. you will laugh <laughs> yourself shitless in terms of until in in the perspective of like Brandon in 2018. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, he's God. just like My the voice. mansplainer of the universe. You're he really right. is. Yeah, right. he's <laughs> the worst. And and Steve is the one making up like sayings like squeef. Yeah, and <laughs> Brandon is such a hypocrite. He's so hypocritical. Yeah, he okay. smokes pot too, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, and, well, remind me of well, the episode. And he, I think he smokes pot in an episode Where when he's, he's like, like or down. maybe he's like getting wild and drinking a lot that episode, and then he like drinks and drives and everything. Because mm. that's the thing, Brandon's always trying to be noble, but then when he breaks, he breaks. But and I recently was looking. There's this classic like meme of him in a car with like clearly getting pulled over by a cop with a doobie hanging out of his mouth. But that joint, what or in his hand, but that joint was Valerie's joint. And we know that Valerie was yes. painted as like the bad girl. And so day one, she smoked a doobie yes. outside the window. Yes. And so she will be my forever yeah. she is dream my, crush. Yes, of course. She is me. I am Val. Oh, I'm not, I knew not it. at all. See, I knew it. Yeah, I mean, Val is definitely my, my top icon of like 90210 certainly could but there yeah, be right. a bigger babe you're oh right. my but god but the first the first episode the first like the first after you because she comes on the scene and she's very sweet and then you you know that there's something up with her because she's a replacement for brenda so there's got to be some drama yeah and then like as soon as she like as soon as you realize that she's not so innocent she like pulls out a joint and she's smoking it in the window That's and the she's signal. T- and she's calling everybody in california an, an avocado head <laughs> she was so ahead of her time uh, yeah. Valerie Malone. Oh yeah. my God. It's always- and every time they're talking about uh, incense, right? Mm. She always uses oh. it. Oh, that's just incense. That was her cover up. Well, I mean, it is a, I don't know about y'all, but I always burn incense like after because I live in an apartment building in Brooklyn. I mean, I don't actually, I don't smoke weed in the States at all. Right. Officially. Yes. Right. Of course. Yeah. Um, but you if I did. have a scent that smells like yeah, weed that you spray. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. So. You'd be Valerie Malone. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Sorry. Sorry. Totally derailed that. <laughs> no, no, okay. no, no. So when you guys were smoking pot, like were your parents... Well, what are your parents' vibe? Like, were your parents, like, the pastor from 7th Heaven? Or were your parents, like, fine? I mean, mine were, like... I was always a really good kid, so they never suspected anything, and, and I never really kind of put in their face. And I never I didn't do it that much in high school or when I lived at mm-hmm. home, but I did have this little, I think it was like a sour cream container or something that had little roll, like rolling papers and things and this and that, and it was in my drawer, and I left for college, and I and I forgot it was in there. And of course, my mom went into my room and like reorganized everything, and I and she perfectly organized my weed paraphernalia, like oh sour God. cream container. <laughs> so, and I think that was her way of saying... It's I. It's all right. Oh my god, that's You're an so adult now. Cute. Yeah. Sarah, and did, do you, did she smoke weed and stuff when she was young? Do you think? 
I do think she, I actually have asked my, I've been kind of more open to my parents recently about it. And I'm like, y'all, you're retired. Let's get hot. No, I, yes. I, don't, I didn't say that. But like, like <laughs> you guys should smoke weed. And, but um, I know my mom probably did because she was a wild child. But my dad is like, he's like, he's a funny, funny dude, but he likes control in a way. Like, so he doesn't, I don't think he, he wasn't really into it. And he said, mm. when I did it, I just went to sleep. So I don't know. I'm like, but dad, there's like new strains now and everything. So we'll oh, see. I love that. We'll do an update. We'll do like a catch up and like, you know. Well, Sarah, why don't you tell us what your experiences were Well, it's interesting because my parents, like, I know probably like they, from pictures and such, they look like the weed smoking hippies of the seventies and stuff, but they were, they refused. It was kind of like, don't ask, don't tell, which is so terrible mm-hmm. because then mm-hmm. kids will do whatever. Well, I would have taken whatever terrible ride home or whatever to have not called my parents and told them I was baked, which in retrospect, I don't think that they would have cared that much, but they just put on that show and then you put on the show and it's just, I really hate that. And I wish parents just talked about it more openly because it really is the safest way, right? Like, yeah, that was sort of my parents' perspective. It was always like, you know, that old thing of like, I'd rather you do it under my Mm -hmm. like roof than do it somewhere else. It's so true. I was also like the last child and I feel like by that time they were quite like mellow (laughs) with me but they never really cared that much. I mean, it wasn't like I was doing it in front of their face, but they never really cared too much. They, I think that they were more worried about other things, like maybe like mm-hmm. drinking or whatever it was, like like sex or anything like that. But um, I remember the one, like the one, I was really, also I was a really good kid, so maybe that was part of it yeah. too. Like yeah, I didn't really sure. have much reason to worry. But I remember one time um, I caused them to like call the cops um because I was so high one of my it was also like (laughs) in the beginning you know the beginning year of you smoking pot you're like living for it you're just like high school big yeah Yeah. absolutely you're just like oh my god this is my new life now like I every (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna do it all the time like it's just like it's like yeah I I imagine it's probably like the first time like like a teenage boy at sex where he's just like this is like my new thing um but yeah like Anyway, I mean, girls too, but I don't want to incriminate myself. But anyway, so... (laughs) Everyone but me, really. Everybody but me is having sex in the world. I've never had it. Um, But yeah, so I remember... So one time, I was at a friend's birthday party, and my friends and I, like, walked off down... And I remember a lot of my friends were really, like... I kind of had two sects of friends. Like, friends who smoke pot, like everybody does, and then other friends who were really, really judgmental about it. Like, it was really... Like, they were, like, the high school special, where it was, like... I think they were influenced by... You know, it was so funny, actually. I posted the... uh, That Saved by the Bell, like say no to dope uh, thing on Instagram the other day. And uh, one of my friends, like one of my best friends from that time was like, this is why I'd never smoked pot. Like it really like worked on her. But I said, yeah, I had these friends that were sort of like really, really, really not into it. So the group of friends that were into it kind of like walked down the street and did it. And I was so high that I left my purse in the middle of the road and some woman oh found it and I didn't even know. I was like back at my friend's, par- like it was like a party and I was back at my friend's party. I had no idea. And this woman found it and called my parents from my cell phone. My like first like Nokia I was gonna say, cell like, phone. You didn't have your phone, like didn't you notice you never phone? But yeah, no, no, it's, it's fine. You're, yeah. you're in the zone. I was totally yeah. in the zone. No, I was at a party, whatever. I was like 16 or whatever it was. And uh, I think it must've been my friend's sweet 16 or something. I don't know. Anyway. And, and this woman called my, my parents and apparently she sounded a little bit like off and my parents were like well where's our daughter and then she was like I don't know <laughs> and so they called the cops they literally thought I was dead or like kidnapped or something uh, and, worst case scenario and, for you yeah and they couldn't and they were calling all of my friends and all my friends were at the party so all my friends weren't answering their phones and it also wasn't like the time where you had your phone glued to you it was sure, like in right. your purse yeah. and like yeah. nobody cared yeah. so my parents were calling everybody they called my friends parents who were hosting the party they oh called my friends like everything God. nothing 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 couldn't get a hold of anybody so they just drove to the party and my parents 
friends tell the story all the time where they just like drove to the party like completely silent like both just like white sheet faced like just totally like thought that I was dead <laughs> and came to the party and like of course found oh me being like hey <laughs> how did they ever forgive yeah, you yeah it was the only time in my life I've ever been grounded like I other than that I was very much That's a good pretty how long were yeah. you grounded for like a second but it was like <laughs> I think it was very serious for about a week and then sure. it was like yeah whatever then, no you, one, then you just realize this is normal chicanery and tomfoolery, like childhood, you know, like yes. they, know, they probably just realized, you know, yeah. it was, you know, I mean, there were, yeah, stuff. there was, my brother was like paved the way he was badly behaved. So <laughs> yeah. like and there cell was phones much worse. Changed the game really. I mean, they mm-hmm. remembered a time where they couldn't just get a hold of someone through cell phone. Like shit happens. You gotta, you gotta still keep your cool and mm-hmm. just make sure you don't jump to conclusions and that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But, mm-hmm. oh, my God, could you imagine that feeling as a parent? Yeah. Especially nowadays when cell phones are glued to people. Oh, my God. When, yes. When I don't get... When uh, when somebody doesn't get back to me right away, I'm like, I, they're I dead. think they're dead. I think <laughs> if my mom doesn't text me, babe, when my mom doesn't yeah. text me back in half an hour, I'm like, something is up. Oh, yeah, but that's just... That's another issue. Yeah. <laughs> There's... Okay, so I was just thinking of, like, other 90s movies. There's also, like... So, Reefer Madness, I mean, Days and Confused is probably the most famous one. Mm. And then there was also Half-Baked, which I never saw, but I know it was very oh, popular. Yeah, yeah Half-Baked is good. It's funny. It's, again, it's goofy and that very, like, male-on-male trope. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, I think, is 90s. Yes, right? yes, yes. And the Friday, uh, I don't know, I, probably by the end, they're getting into the 2000s. Which but. is funny that it's called Friday. I don't even know what it's really about, but my friends and I used to, our code word was fries. So, like, for, Friday. Oh, like, I love uh, it. For, for yeah, weed? For fries? weed, fries. It didn't make any sense, because it was like, you want to smoke some fries? Like, that made no sense. But it's good, because it's kind of, it should be random. That way you can say it in front of people who don't yes, know. Yes, yes. I feel like, I like... Cabbage is one that I use. It's all so dorky, though. Yes. Oh, end. totally. Is there a female stoner movie in the 90s? I no. feel like I haven't seen anything it, it, like Broad City is the first thing yes. I thought, like, that I could really relate to in means of just like hanging with the ladies, smoking, and then like eating. And just being like goofy. No, idiots. you're like like I, you said before. It's 100%. it's all just like male. Because even as they get better and more progressive, like a Harold and Kumar, for example, mm. which I love, and mm. those guys that are such great activists yeah. in that really cool pop culture way. How we were talking about it just normalizes just by being themselves. It's still you know yeah, it's very male heavy, and the women play like a kind of certain role in that, and they're always like not smoking weed and stuff. It's it's kind of frustrating, but yeah, that needs to, there needs to be. I have this dream of like writing the. The female stoner. Do it. Right? Broad City. I need to write a story about you in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me just like, yeah, I did I did many bad things high, but I did so many great things. It all evens out. Yeah. I can't do anything when I'm high. I can't work when I'm high. I can't yeah. Like I can't do anything of value. Yeah, that's I've <laughs> also I've been one of those people. Sarah, you sound like you're very functional. Yes. Like I'm, I'm very functional. I'm actually functional. you should see me when I'm not stoned. That's that's a not different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna suggest that we smoke pot for this episode, but I just was scared of like what would come out of my mouth. I would be a total idiot. Yeah, I would like be squeezing my blackheads like on oh, the podcast. I would be for that. Okay, well, I'll do a YouTube video and you guys will be on my video then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So, final thoughts. As What is everybody going to do on 420, by the way, as this episode is released? What is everybody going to do to celebrate? I'll still be here. So I'll probably hang with my boys. And, smoke and pot. And, and smoke some pot. I'm assuming. Love what it. are you going to do? Smoke, smoke so much pot? Smoky smoke. It's interesting. Yeah. Like 420 when you're kind of, either you work in the industry or, or even you're, a, you know, a cannabis advocate. 
you're getting questions and feeling it's kind of like a work day, right? So it kind of sucks, but mm. I don't have too much stuff to do. I'm doing a few media interviews in Hamilton just to talk about Leafly and the work I do with them. It's because it's a good opportunity. It's like the one day a year that, you know, we can, it's a like Christmas kind of for yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's on everybody's mind. There's a lot of media and I don't know, it's just, it's an interesting thing to talk about and it's been around for so long mm-hmm. and you know, as year, as we get closer and closer to legalization, it's interesting to see how it changes. This may mm-hmm. be, you know, hope, fingers crossed, knock on when the last one before it does legalize. So it'll just be interesting. I just want to like chat with people about like what it means to them and what, how things have changed, you know, and how they really haven't changed in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the, I, the one thing that I, I feel like I did look this up at one point and I always forget what 420 actually means. No one, like that's kind of the <gasps> beauty of it is that it's Nobody kind of like, knows. there is, um, different theories out there and like this group of people in California kind of claim lay claim to it and they are like a collective and stuff like that and then there's tales that like and I think it might even be those same people but like after school you meet like school's done at 3 30 let's mm. say then by the time you get stuff you meet up 4 20 is like the good time pretty arbitrary it's pretty yeah. arbitrary yeah. but there is like but that maybe like started it for a group of people and then it spread and spread yeah like how your fries thing it could just be as random as that there's like weird things too that pe- like it's Hitler's birthday and so people bring up weird <laughs> I, stuff that's like what that I always thought I was like this is not a great day for me but like maybe it is for everybody else yeah, I don't but know you're taking it back you gotta so, take it so maybe that, and reclaiming maybe it was that maybe it was like he definitely wouldn't like this you know <laughs> just just as an aside my boyfriend screen caps 420 every day on instagram so. oh my god yes that is I, yeah. I try to do that and i never manage and that is so i always go. think like <laughs> i saw this beautiful art um in hamilton the other day and it was someone who sat on their deck and like went 20 years and took the same picture off their deck at their cottage just on a regular day but the consistency (laughs) of that beauty that they went there every day and took that picture or not every day but every year and took that picture for 20 years or whatever that foresight of that Mm -hmm. so I love that that's I I commend that type of foresight to be like I'm gonna do this no matter where I am every day I mean but it's only a screen cap of his phone that says for 20 I guess so yeah I'm simpatico with that I think that's very cool Uh, yeah well, I'm glad you like it because every time I'm like, oh, oh, Ben, come on, <laughs> you're at work right now, but it's okay. It goes okay. to show it's on your mind, 420 on the mind. Yeah. It's I a do. state of being. It's I not- do think about it sometimes when I see it, when I see that it's on my phone, I'm like, okay, yeah. someone's smoking pot. I'm not, but it's like the 69 thing. You see it and you can't help but, you yeah. know, make yes. the assumption. You're just What's like, 69? You just giggle. <laughs> Four twenty underscore sixty nine angel baby fire <laughs> at, at what dot com yeah. at myspace dot com. Yeah, there be anything more nineties than that? Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh, the, fir- the first guy that me and my friend ever talked to in a chat room was Bad Boy sixty nine. Stop. <laughs> That's for another show. Oh my god! Yeah, chat rooms is a whole other show. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're like ICQ dedicated show. Oh god. Oh, that little like oh still makes me like horny because yeah. I, I would like <laughs> I would be talking to the the boy I had a crush with I'd be like he oh my god you just killed me that's so good (laughs) amazing well thank you guys so much for joining me Um, thank you that was so much fun yeah Yeah. and uh, for all y'all listening don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts as I should say and uh, I hope you're all smoking 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 a joint smoking a doobie smoking a hemp yes smoking a a cannabis sativa or an indica whatever you feel I can call it hemp from now on. Hemp grass. <laughs> One of those hemp sticks. Yeah. Hemp, hemp sticks. 
You got a hemp stick on you, girl. Yes. Oh, and I and I forgot. I shouldn't forget though. The way that I end all of my podcasts is by trying to make fetch happen, trying to make my saying from I that I made up in the '90s happen, which is get out of my facial act. If both of you can just indulge me. Wait. What? what, You just have to say get out of my facial act in whatever way you feel. Get out of my facial act. Yeah. Done. Uh, Wait. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my facial act. Thank you. I won't. Uh, could you please get out of my facial act? Mm, good one. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye. I, I bye. bye. bye.